0: Let's do this. I'm excited. So, okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay. So, hey guys, again, welcome back to the Not Gonna Lie podcast by the Tea Break Room. This is, again, William. And again, we're going to have a conversation about education because it is such a huge thing to talk about. So, just so you can remember what Not Gonna Lie is... It's a podcast where we talk about everything pertaining to life because, not going to lie, I thought being an adult would be so much easier, but reality has a different story. So that's why we have this podcast. So today I have another guest that will accompany me that I will have a great conversation with. Okay, so this guy has a very interesting journey in education uh, he is also a student who is in a university right now that I'm excited to have this chance to have a conversation with. In the end, we're going to talk about uh, the, I would say the NGO, the nonprofit uh, that he is spearheading with his friends called Light. So we're going to have a light conversation in the end about it, pun intended. All right, so can you introduce yourself? Right,
1: hello everyone. Uh, First and foremost, I mean, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Uh, My name is Marvel. So I, you know, a little bit background on me. I left at grade 10, I went from uh, Raffles actually where (laughs) Mr. William here taught. And I left at grade 10, went to college in the US. So earlier than most people for about two and a half years. And then currently this summer, I'm transferring to UC Berkeley. Uh, with a major in business and a minor in like computer science as well. And on Light is I am the founder of Light. So Light was founded about six or seven months ago. We can go into the details of what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the current managing director, although I am going to be passing it on soon uh, because I'm going to go to university.
0: That is awesome. So uh, majoring in business, minor in computer science. So I am going to just guess Uh, in the near future, it's kind of like building a tech company. Exactly. Perfect. All right. All mm-hmm. right. Dude, that's going to be so much fun. All right. So just kind of like want to start us off with, because, okay, first of all, first of all, why, what made you decide to take a very different path and go from grade 10 once like you're done with grade 10 and then you just skip the entire grade 11, 12 and just go straight to college. Can you, can we talk about that for a bit?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there's multiple factors actually. Well, first, my my parents were for it. I think that's the biggest factor. I think a lot of parents are like, no, like we are yeah, not sending nope. our kids to the university. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no way. Um, but my parents were actually for it because well, a little bit back on my parents were pretty they expected a lot from their their kids and i I happen to be the only child so they expected a lot for me basically (laughs) yes uh and they just want me you know to graduate early and then go to a very good university and all that um so that's one so they allowed it and then the second one is also i looked around and you know to be honest like grade 11 grade 12 and we're kind of gonna talk about this right it's like huh you know is this really relevant what i'm gonna learn grade 11 i love it i I love it I've I've been faring pretty well without my grade 11, grade self-education. Okay. Um, okay. And and so, yeah. So here I am. And the third reason, which maybe pertains to light that I'm going to touch upon a bit later, is the community as well. Right? I want to find a community of ambitious students. At this time, I was already doing a lot of, you know, reading books, doing a little bit of base self-improvement. But a lot of my friends, I think, were... Uh, weren't going that direction. They were kind of just having fun. And I was very future oriented. And so I decided, you know what? I feel like the stars are aligned here. Let's just go. Um, And then here I am, I guess.
0: (laughs) I left early. I love it. Okay. So, okay. I think like, number one, it is true. Having a supportive parent is a huge thing, especially like, okay, we can only talk about the education, not education per se, but just the social environment for being, an asian right so i think it's very different from uh parents who might not be asian per se because well we we are asian so that's all we know right we don't really have much kind of kind of like like personal experience when it comes to like non-asian parents but all we know exactly is asian parents are very hardcore pertaining to closer to family number one Mm. Mm -hmm. academically driven number two And Mm -hmm. and aside from those two you have very slim chance to do anything outside of that right so i think it's mm-hmm. just it's amazing that your parents are very supportive of that because again i i can't um i can't even wrap around my head with the fact that um you have to leave this country and like did you live by yourself when you were in the states yeah,
1: I did. So I live right? by myself. So you
0: were like 16. a great 10 would be like what 15, 16? Yeah, yeah. Right, around that age. Right. And and exactly. not a lot of not a lot of parents I think would be comfortable with that. Uh, like if you have if if you have a a relative or or I don't know somebody that you know close, you know, close family friends or whatever, that might be a very different story, but the fact that they are trusting you to live by yourself in a dorm, maybe, or in a, in a house, a rented house with, with you know, different people or, or whatever the case may be, that's like props to your parents, by the way. And second of all, right. and I love the fact that you talk about, why do I even have to go to grade 11 and 12? I love it. Because again, why? Why do we have to? Aside from the fact that, well, university need it, needs it, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of that, there is no particular reason why anyone should, right? Because not a lot of curriculums, I would say, cater to once you're done with grade 10, you have a certificate that you can use to a college somewhere, right? Uh, Universities, normally, they would just accept, especially with the local ones here, they will only accept Mm -hmm. your report cards once you're done with grade 12, right? Mm -hmm. College, I think it's a very unknown territory. Especially for Indonesian parents, mm-hmm. right? For internet, for parents who, who has gone to gone through, you know, educations outside abroad, then they kind of like mm-hmm. know and they know the importance of it. They know why it's there in the, to, to begin with. But normally, we just don't know about it, right? So let me pick your brain a bit for about that for a second. So you have gone through what we normally would say a very uncommon path, mm-hmm. right? What's the biggest difference between, from what you know from your friends who, who stayed you know, for grade 11, 12 uh, at Raffles, that would, which you said you were from, and what's the big, biggest difference between the education that you received during your college years and then the ones that they are receiving, that they received during their grade 11, 12 years?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So I think there's maybe a bit of terminology here with like people at like college, what's the difference between college and university and all that, at least for the U.S., college is very similar to university. Yep. Uh, like, in fact, it's like university and then colleges are subsets of universities. So it's a like college of engineering, college of business, things like that. Yep. Uh, I went to a community college, but it's very, very similar to university, to be honest. So I think the biggest difference is a, you get to choose your classes. That's a huge thing. You can't like, be able to choose your own schedule. You get to choose your own professors. That's a huge thing. Um, you have a lot of freedom. You have a lot of extracurriculars. And I think the biggest one that stands out is just the people you meet there. Because in high school, in grade 11, and through grade 11, think about it. You are put into this class. And you can't you can really get to choose who you're friends with. Yes, you can choose, but you choose within the subset within, of the class that yeah, you're... Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, in college, you can because everyone's different classes, no one has the same classmates, and we have like so many organizations, so many possible extracurriculars. You can really choose, um, you know, who you're friends with. So I think those are the biggest differences that I see.
0: Okay. But like, in terms of what you, because st- like, uh, just based on the fact that you talked about how you can choose your professors mm. you and choose, because this is, I think, like what people don't really, really understand is that college is not any less than university, right? Uh, it, it's different from foundational schools where you kind of like mm. spend a year or two where you build your foundations. That's kind of like a bit similar to schools, uh, so mm. to speak. But when it comes to college, like you said, it's actually just like university, right? Mm-hmm. It is something that you, you can go through and then you actually get a diploma from it that you can continue to university to get your bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. that sense, there is no big difference between university and college. And yes, so for, for, for all of us who, have, who has gone through university, we know that in university, you have a lot more freedom and mm-hmm. it pushes you to, to be more mindful of your own time management, your own effort and all those things. Because I don't, uh, mm-hmm. let look, your professors will not care
1: <laughs> if right. you
0: don't if you don't show up they don't care right with with schools because we have the equity part we do have to be accountable to the parents and all those things then we have to give reports to the parents we have to you know approach the students we have to approach the parents if the you know the students are missing out on how many works and all those things so there's still a lot of efforts from this, from the teachers hmm. to reach out to the students pertaining to work all those things professors in universities they don't they just they just smile take you off and they of like okay see you next year Mm -hmm. and say goodbye Mm -hmm. that's it right so there's a lot of independent kind of like there's a lot of growing up maturity comes to play when when you are in college but just like what when you talk about like you can choose but you can choose your subjects and then you can choose also your professors that doesn't apply to where you were before right because again Mm -hmm. the subjects are already you know you're you're given a package really this is what you're going to learn right you can choose from the package which one you don't want to learn right and you can actually and then you're stuck with with whoever that's teaching it right Mm -hmm. so aside from that do you think get just getting into college prepared you any differently from your friends in grade 11 and grade 12 you know and just like seeing from your perspective and from your own experience like do you think it has you know give you anything different or it's just Mm -hmm. the same
1: right yeah it's vastly different to be fair Uh, i would say in a very good way in a positive way uh and a lot of that has to do i think with the system and the way like college works like that freedom of choice of like being able to choose your class being able to choose your professor being able to choose you know it's like this thing in psychology it's like people love to buy but they hate to be sold and i feel like that's, that's the thing that comes here it's like if i have the choice to actually you know i can choose whether i attend class or not i can choose whether uh, you i choose a professor and so i can't really complain if the professor that's my fault i mean i choose the wrong professor uh and so that's kind of motivates me. to like, okay, now I actually have to study. They're all the responsibilities in me now. And okay. another thing is like, oh, this actually, you know, this actually matters. Like, oh, this, you know, grade eleven, grade twelve as well, um, has that same dynamic. So that's another thing. Another thing is also, I think, the connotation with uh, college because I fast forwarded the timeline. Right, people there are like, oh, looking for internships and they're looking for full time job offers and things like that. and you kind of get you know, gone with the wind type thing because of everyone there is kind of like, oh, we want to get internship and things like that. You know, I kind of have that feeling as well. And another thing is the community, right? Because let's say you're in high school. Um, the high school you have is probably going to be closest with the people who are in your class. Yeah. But in college is you really get to pick who you are friends with. So if me, let's say if I was ambitious and I want to do big things, I can easily find people who are the same, right? Because they have nothing better to do as well. They're also looking for <laughs> people like me. Yeah, So. True. Right, right. So with that being said, well, we kind of support each other together. Uh, and those are like the very big differences that okay. I, I see from college and 11, 12, yeah.
0: Okay, so, but that, but that but that, that just means it's very selective in terms of just like, it's not for everyone, right?
1: What, what do you mean?
0: So like, what I'm trying to say, like, based on what you just told me, and look, the reality is not, Everyone, not all of your friends, not all, not all students are driven, mature, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. can be left alone, right? Mm-hmm. Most of Definitely. you guys, right? Most of you guys don't even know which type of friends that you need to choose. Sometimes you, like you said, you just go with the flow. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whichever kind of like comes our way, we become friends, and then we have we have drama, we have uh, mm-hmm. we we make up, or we move on, and we make different friends, and all those things. So not a lot of students not a lot of um anyone your age i would say is capable of taking on that kind of responsibility to mm-hmm. decide for yourself right mm-hmm. however again for those who know what they want to achieve what they want to pursue then this could be like a better choice per se mm-hmm. cuz again it's it's the like what you said about um, I love what you said about the freedom of choice makes you become more accountable to the result of that. Mm. Right. So if let's say like you uh, like you mentioned before, you chose that if you mm. messed up, that's on you. Right. Right. So you you're you already know the professors. I'm pretty sure you have researched uh, who they are, what they do. The type of mm-hmm. things that they kind of, i am pretty sure you—you've you've talked to some of the seniors, some of the people around you, and kind of like get get a better idea of who they are, mm-hmm. and that's why you chose them, right? That their class and 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 them in you know in personal things. So I just feel, just based on that, it's very, um, it's a very niche kind of like decision that not mm-hmm. everyone should go this route, right? Mm-hmm. However, like you said. There's a vast difference in benefit if you do choose this route, and then you take the full advantage of it, which is great. Um, I kind of like want to circle back to the whole entire education, and you you, you mentioned about the system for uh, like for a second, and if I kind of like want to elaborate on that a bit. Do you think, just based on what you have experienced, the two and a half years in college versus your ten years in? Um, in the formal education, oh, not formal, like both are formal education, uh, in the mm. K12 system, right? right. You, you, uh, you've gone through primary one until your grade 10. So mm. Is there anything that the K-12 system is doing well to prepare you when you get to college? Mm. Right Or? Does it feel those two are just very separate system that you have to kind of like start from zero again once you get to college?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very interesting question, actually. As I was like reflecting on myself as topics came up. Uh there are definitely some classes to help, like Additional maths is very practical. Like I took additional maths. That that <laughs> one is kind of that saved me from calculus one. That's like a okay. class that you kind of have to take and then help yeah. help like help me breeze through the first half of the class. So that was very practical, right? Uh, another thing that's very interesting is global perspectives the class that's actually the class that i would recommend the most to people for those who are going to take a college or university simply because it not only teaches you because additional mathematics it teaches you concepts you're going to learn them anyway in college it's just that it saves you time yeah but global perspectives teaches you to how to think how to write how to research and that's like much more important because most of college is like reading and writing to be fair it's like a lot of it is reading oh and yeah
0: you're yeah. analyzing you are going through a lot of text, you're going through a lot of sources you have to do a lot of citations a lot of reports oh yeah i hate college right <laughs> <laughs> right
1: right and so uh global perspectives help with that because you're reading and you're researching and you're thinking and then especially at the time uh, i was taken with a very good teacher or at least i didn't know it at the time he was a very good teacher because i was ranked literally at the bottom but he gave very good feedback he was like hey, this is wrong because A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, and then you have to fix it. And that yeah. kind of honed the thinking. And so whenever you do a research paper, you know exactly the framework to approach yes. it in. Yes. Uh, because in university, professors won't have that one-on-one sessions with you. It's like you either have to seek it out. And even if you do seek it out, sometimes they don't have time, a lot of constrictions. So the GP class really helped. Uh, other than that though, <laughs> I would say I'm not too sure. It's like, well, I do take business. <laughs> So maybe if you go to science bio in the sciences or STEM, then that may be a bit more relevant. But even to be honest, like business class, I was kind of like, uh, I'm not sure. Granted, I wasn't the best student to listen in class. Um, <laughs> but I, I do want to say, I think those two classes for sure help. So additional maths, but most importantly, is the global okay. perspectives class.
0: Okay, so I because I, like for me, that sounds like, because the idea of the schools itself, it's really more about we are going to give you as many general knowledge as possible right so that's the math that's the science that's the business social science all those things humanities and we're just going to give mm-hmm. everything to you right mm-hmm. do you think that is still relevant to the world that we're living in right now
1: oh i mm. I feel like general knowledge is fine. General knowledge is fine. Like education is great and all the general knowledge is fine. The problem is when it becomes memorization rather than understanding of that general knowledge, right? Because I feel like everyone has the experience or at least I do and I'm not genius. Uh, when I'm learning maths, okay. It looks like all oh, right, algebra and then geometry and then sign goes, okay, I'm I'm just understanding everything. Suddenly I miss like two classes, right? Either I'm sick or whatever. And then suddenly we're in like I don't know, multivariable calculus. And I'm kind of like, where, where, what? Like <laughs> and then and then from there on you're kind of like stuck with memorizing the formulas. like I like In grade 10, I didn't know how calculus works. Like, I don't know. It was like some way of change. I thought it was kind of like putting numbers down to like the algebra. And I was just memorizing like like a choreography rather than really understanding why these things are these things. Yeah. Um, So I think the general understanding is very important. Like general understanding of physics, of chemistry, of biology, like those things are important because... Universal principles and general principles apply to everywhere. It's just that when we memorize, it's like how we don't how to. Okay, how do you apply derivatives in a I don't know in whatever concept, right? Like okay. outside of the test paper.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, again, with that said, then it sounds like we are not doing a good job in showing you how to apply all of these things that we're teaching. Right. So. Does it seem to you that in school, we are only pushing for results? Like instead of, like you said, um, getting students to understand the concept and how to apply them and then make it relevant to the real world, right? So is it more towards just like pushing you again to memorize, to, to get a good result and missing out on that part where you actually understand how to use it in real life? Uh Yes, but I don't think that's the
1: fault of the teacher necessarily. Like I think t- teachers teacher fine. It's just the, the nature of the system, right? If okay. let's say the system's like A, B, C, D, and you want to get to the best university, it's A, right? You won't have time. If you want to optimize for your chances to get to the best university, well, you'll memorize it because that's literally the fastest way you can do it. You memorize the test paper, you're not going to understand the concept. It takes a year to understand how derivatives form, right? And like uh, yeah. derive that back from uh, algebra. Yeah. So I think it's just the nature of the system that it's hackable. Where instead of understanding, I can just memorize it and yeah. get better grades. And then I get incentivized for that. So why not? You know, exactly. why not just memorize Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh,
0: yeah I think like that's so good because <laughs> the painful fact is that any school is still bound to the requirements that is being sent by the university, mm. right? I think it's still, we are still being shackled to that part. Because again, I think like any teachers would want their students to succeed, and that means they are able to get as you know as high as grade that they could possibly get. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can actually get to a really good university, that therefore succeed in life and all you know so on and so forth. But do you think? Because both are both are important, right? I think like aside from aside from the whole getting to universities. I think grades are also important because that is the quickest measurement to how well you have learned so far. Right? Mm. I'm not saying that if you don't get a good grade that means you fail. No, that just means that's where you are and that's where you can work from. Right? So let's say a student get a like after you know going through grade 12 and then they get a they get they, they get a C in, in like in, in math right? Mm-hmm. And then later on, they do need to, they do need to use math, right? So mm-hmm. because they know where they are, they know where to start if they want to learn more, right? Mm-hmm. And, and having that great system, it's, and we're just like trying to apply it in, in real life, it, it works in that way. So this is like outside of just being in, in the university requirement or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the other part, when you said, like, you don't understand how to apply it, but you don't understand how you use it, you don't understand the concept of it, mm-hmm. it's not until, I'm, I'm pretty sure, it's not until you get to college where you, oh, so this is how what it's for. Okay, mm. <laughs> good to know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the balance? Like, where's the balance then um, as a student for you? Because at, on one hand, you do need to, like you said, you, ha- you have to hack the system where you have to memorize everything and get a good score. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure you would love to be able to understand and use it for anything that you're trying to do, like right now, and also in later on in life, right? So, Mm -hmm. two the two are important. What's the fine balance then for you?
1: Well, that's very difficult to be honest. Because everyone has their own fine balance. It's almost like, do you want to signal that you're smart, or do you actually want to be smart? Because, you know, you can be a B student, but then actually have a fundamental understanding of calculus and everything and biology and physics. It's just that you won't have time to understand the most advanced concepts and hack the test. But you can be an A student and just memorize everything, just recognize the patterns and then be an A student. Well, you're signaling that you're smart, but are you actually smarter than the B student? I highly doubt it. Like, I think- I love it. Transforming it to right. practical sense. I don't think so. Uh, so that depends. And again, it's completely find the signal. It's like, okay, if you want to signal- the let's say a to get to a good university and all that then that's fine but again this depends on what field you want to go to for example you want to go to a career in consulting it's very important for you to signal that you have a high gpa it's very important because that's a threshold right um but if let's say you want to go into tech company or you want to go to deep field research then you better have a fundamental understanding of the actual concept if you want to do breakthrough research so really it depends
0: okay so um i love it though because then it, it, it you talk about the priorities, right? And, and sort of like what, we, what each student would value, right? So if you value, let's say other people's perspective of you or like how people see you and all those things, then sure, go for it. But if you value the knowledge itself, then it's gonna be a very different approach to it. Mm-hmm. So let me, with that said, let me ask you this though. So what's your thought about education? Like what's your take on education? And what's your value in it? Uh,
1: education is very important. Like, education is very, very, very important. Like, I mean, if you think about it, education is basically what got us here and not, you know, why we're still not in like a cave and, and you know, putting in fire, right? Because right. we pass down information throughout through, and the generations and we learn. But the thing is, I think it's important not to confuse education with schooling. Okay. Uh, because those are very different, right? Like education is actually learning something. I think in my definition that schooling is, you know, kind of like being in school and going through the system. So education is highly valuable, but I don't know if schooling is necessarily the best way to get education, especially in this day and age where there's basically, I don't know, like the library of Alexandria, which is like the most information ever, like times 10, like all the information you want to learn is online. You can literally self-study basically 99% 99% of things. And if you really have the will, let's say, if, let's say you can't uh, study like heart surgery and things like that. Well, fine. Okay. But then you can find an apprenticeship. Like you can go and network with people online. You can go and ask them like if you have the will to do it. Um, unlike previously where there's like a huge bottleneck, now I think the bottleneck has been removed at least for most fields.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I love that because again, like you said, we are like this world, the, the current world that we are living right now is oversaturated with people That are educated, that are that have degrees, but we don't have enough jobs to cater for everyone,
1: Hmm.
0: right? And so, I think like at the end of the day, education should happen anywhere. And when you said education is not equal to schools, right? Because you can get educated anywhere, right? Uh, Go back to the whole cave thing. Even that you're gonna get educated in your mis- with your mistake. So you kind of try to mm-hmm. do something and then you fail. You learn right. from it. That is that by in itself in nature it's education, right? You're mm-hmm. educating yourself, so you mm-hmm. become better within knowledge, within experience, within tools, all of those things, skills-wise, every part of it, right? So that is, I think, and you can you can share your thought as well. What's missing as well because. I want to quote you just because you're an A student doesn't mean you are better than that student who had, who achieved B. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about parents. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Right. Because here's, here's the thing though. Parents would love to see A's. Mm, right especially asian parents asian parents we all know that a's equals gold all right a like if if you have a star if you have triple a's Mm. they would want you to you know go and achieve it right if you get a 99 Mm. they'll ask you why not 100 Mm. all right that's just the mentality of it so talk to me for a second pertaining to and this is just again based on your, your own experience um, with your parents, mm-hmm. um, are we at a time and place now where parents are starting to realize what you just said? Just because my son got an A, is he knowledgeable enough you know, in, in using those information or they're happy with just having an A?
1: Uh, the question on whether parents are starting to realize it, I can't tell because like, I don't know, maybe the next generation, my hunch is, but again, I don't have much information to tell, but my hunch is yes. As we continue and progress to the next generation, realize, oh, tech, you know, it's abundant and we have abundant resources. Uh, yeah. But again, signaling is very important. Like signaling that you're smart is very important. You don't even have to necessarily be smart. You can just signal that you're smart. Uh, like, because... Going to a very top university, let's say if, uh, if I want to start a tech company, right? Going to a go- top university and saying that I go to Stanford, like, I'm much more likely to uh, raise funding. And that's, yeah. like, you know, that's that's a way to signal. Yeah. Um, so that one's very important. But whether, like, parents are starting to realize it yeah, so,
0: or not. Yeah, I'm I kind of, sure. like, just want to talk about, like, just based on kind of, like, how your parents are. Uh, because, again, you mentioned about two contrasting thing for me like number one Mm. because your parents also have a lot of expectations that you're an only Mm -hmm. child and all those things uh and you also mentioned that you're not the best students in school Mm. right so those two are very contrasting and the fact that they're okay with sending you to college and then now you're getting to berkeley so i guess like okay let me let me rephrase the question so let's talk about Mm -hmm. uh in 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 a way that what was your parents' perspective before and how are they seeing you now? Because you went through kind of like you're not doing so well in school and now mm-hmm. you are in college and I think you're thriving that you get to, you, you get to a point where you actually get accepted into Berkeley, right? Mm-hmm. So has their kind of like perspective changed per se or they're just proud and that's it?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm saying like I'm not the best student uh, because it's like, you know, I, I learned to hack the system, to be honest, because my parents had very high expectations, right? But you can't expect your kids to get A stars if they keep on getting B. You always try to expect them to get like B plus and then slowly like that, right? So I realized, huh, okay, like what is the minimum amount of work that I can put in to like meet the expectation bar? And so that was like a C or a B. Uh, and so I just kept on getting B. Like I, I, I could have tried harder to get a better score, but then, then the next time around, I had to try even harder to get that same bar. So I kept the bar the same. I kept it at B. Like, that's a very conscious decision. I'm like, yes, I'm putting it at B. Uh, and that's like the problem with it, right? I just hacked the system. Um, then when I go to college, I realized, okay, I'm no longer in that system before. Like, my parents are not going to, you know, bash me. Now, what I do really matters for my career. And then that's where I actually started trying hard and studying and things like that. And then I actually went uh, for college and I graduated with a perfect GPA, actually. Uh, and then that's where I really, oh, Okay, this matters.
0: Oh um, wow. Mm. Oh, so you are hacking the system into wow, that is so real. People you heard first in this podcast that is so real. You can actually hack the system. You can even hack your parents' system. That is so good. Okay. I think that's a it. smart
1: way to do it. I don't
0: know. I believe oh, by the way. It is, it is a smart way to do it because again, <laughs> you are meeting the the require like minimum expectations from your parents just enough so they don't mm. go hard on you but at the same time right. you're keeping them at bay so they don't okay why look at next time you're going to do better you got to do this you got to do that mm. but it's okay so because like you said about once you get to college and now i mean like then it, it starts to click in you this matters for me it's mm-hmm. not about my parents. It's not about anyone else. It's not about the school. Mm-hmm. It's not about the system. It's really about me. And I value this. Since then on, you put your effort and then you actually managed to achieve what you achieved, all of those things. I think that is so important for us to highlight because again, mm-hmm. education will be important if you value it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not as right. if like we can value all the 10 subjects that we have in school. Let's just, let's just be real. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's just be real here. Um, there are people who are capable enough, like you said, to navigate through the system. Either you hack it, you learn from it, and you, or you do better from it. right? Mm-hmm. And then they get all A's, straight A's, and all those. Like, there are people who are capable mm-hmm. of doing that. God bless you. That's right. completely fine. But then if you are not at a point where you can actually value the education that you want to learn then you're going to be stuck with that same cycle right let me ask you this do you enjoy more when you are uh learning and putting a lot more effort okay look scratch that uh are you enjoying more learning in college or in the 10 years that you have previously
1: learning Oh, I'm enjoying it much more in college.
0: Okay. Uh, Which one is yeah. harder, in college or in the 10 years that you spent in school?
1: Uh Well, that okay, that one depends, right? Because I put much more effort on in college, but I got higher grades. So I don't know how hard was would it be if I put much more effort.
0: Just like there. just like the level of difficulty in terms of like okay, so let's talk about effort uh because effort also shows how difficult a certain project is. Right. So mm-hmm. let's say, for example, uh, between two projects, one requires you to research more. So that's why you have to put more effort. You have to put more time. And that's just because this is a higher level difficulty between the, the other project where you only can you, you only need to watch a YouTube video. Right. Mm-hmm. You, YouTube, you watch a YouTube video, you get the essence of it, you, you write a summary of it. And that's it. So that in mm-hmm. itself shows the the level of difficulty between the two projects right so when you mm-hmm. say you put a lot more effort into it so let's try to be objective with the two right i'm pretty sure you do, you also put effort in meeting the, the minimum requirements when you were in school mm-hmm. um just like talk about the effort itself meeting those requirements and the effort that you want to, that you exert uh, during your college years, because I'm pretty sure during your college time, the amount of work that you have to put in is a lot more difficult compared to when you are in high school. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. your professors are not there to help you. You're basically on your own. You have to find your materials mm-hmm. by yourself. In school, mm-hmm. you can you actually have your teachers to kind of like grade you, give you feedback, and all those things. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. those will be the two different things. And and again. If you value education, and this is the reason why I asked those two questions, um, you will have a lot more fun, even if Mm -hmm. you have to do a lot more. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you enjoy what you're learning, and you will get a good grade. That's kind of like, for me, if you enjoy learning, good grades follow just as easy, right? Because you're having fun learning the good the the good gracious comes kind of like just to a compliment to how much you're having fun and how much effort you're putting in um so that that comes naturally by itself and just kind of like going to the last part that we want to talk about and and we, you you've mentioned it quite quite a few times already our education system right mm-hmm from the k-12 that's like primary junior high school and then in the senior high school um one would be is it working right is it working Mm -hmm. in terms of preparing you for let's say as simple as preparing you for university is it working and number two whether it's working or not what can we do better do you think because you are you have gone through at least 10 years of, if, you know, kind of like the, the, mm-hmm. the previous um, school and you are, you, you've gone through the college uh, system where you spent two and a half years and then you're going to go to university. What can we do better in the 12 years prior to getting to university, right? So number one, is it working? If it's, if it's working, how so? If it's not working, how come? And whether, despite you know whether or not it's working or not, uh, what can be what can we do better pertaining to mm. the system itself?
1: Mm. Yeah, uh, well, I would say I don't think it is optimal in my limited perspective and view, uh, yeah. not optimal. But again, it's like very hard to fix, right? Because if let's say, okay, like, oh, let's make all these changes. Okay, let's make it like pass fail, or let's make it, you know, let's change the grading system or all that. And then we'll categorize this. It's like, we don't know how that will affect the system moving forward and how it's going to bring chaos, right? Like a lot of, this is a very structured system. And then there's a lot of complex moving parts. So that's a, another thing. Now, uh, I would say there are certain suggestions. If I were, have, uh, I were to give, and this is less of uh, like, does this really prepare for university and all that? But more on a more fundamental question, which is like, is this really optimizing for learning rather than for just signaling that you're learning? You know, I okay. like think that's, that's a much more deeper question. Yeah. Uh, so I think like there are suggest- suggestions. I actually wrote some down actually as I was like thinking when we were looking at the podcast. Yeah. Um, I was one is like, maybe like don't grade the system. Like, I'll, I'll, like an experimental thing this is a huge thing it's like maybe make it pass or fail uh the reason is then that you that you, you can't really hack the system you know then it's at least it's harder to hack because then you parents can compare your grades oh i got, a, I got B and whatever and then kids they don't bother to memorize they they want to actually understand and it gives teachers the leisure to actually go through the material and we really understand the material and i think teachers can tell uh, even without the grades on who's doing well who's not doing well like in understanding so Pass or fail system. That's a, that, that may be a big one. Okay. Uh, another thing is maybe like taking a first principles approach as to teaching in a sense of uh, teaching first the fundamentals and then reasoning up from there. This is hard because I believe not even some teachers don't know the fundamentals, to be fair. Because, like, okay, if, if I were to ask, like, what are the fundamentals of calculus or what are the fundamentals of, let's say, theory of relativity or time or how, like, how would you? yourself as a teacher, discover calculus? That's a very difficult question. And then for, especially for you to explain that, that's a very difficult question. Uh, so, but if you could do it and I could, as a student could feel like I am in a journey of discovering calculus as if I was in the founder of calculus, then that makes me have a much more deeper understanding as to where calculus can be applied. Um, I'm always using calculus because I just learned calculus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, I think, you know, I, I guess adding on to that is like project-based learning is maybe something that's interesting. Problem-solving, So solving, rather right? than pro- what? Problem solving. Project, project-based learning.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. Project-based mm-hmm. learning is always about problem solving, right? So you have mm-hmm, a project mm-hmm. where you're trying to solve something, exactly. like, an issue or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Where rather than teaching, okay, here's, let's say, uh, <laughs> okay let's use a calculus example right now like dy over dx or rate of change or whatever uh, it can be like okay like let's see a car a car is accelerating you know for this much and it covers this much distance across this much time how do we determine its rate of change within this time and then you know that question and then you, and then from there you go back from that and then be like okay you do this and you do a and then you do this B, and you do c and then suddenly you derive to the concept of calculus and oh that's where it's being applied, right? And I think it's most applied for like, let's say, physics, right? Like, oh, pulleys and fly. Okay, how do you make the slide go up? And then you describe a pulley or you describe the physics of rope or all that stuff. So that's a much more, ah, that's where it's getting applied type of yeah, thing, you know? And no, I feel like you're Yeah, you're I, I
0: agree 100% with that. And that's something that, okay, so personally for me, that is something I am constantly trying to push my students to see that whatever I'm teaching, you can apply it in real world. You can actually make something out of it. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm teaching English. I'm teaching Google perspective. Thank you for bringing that up. That students <laughs> should actually learn that subject. I agree 100%. Um, because at the end of the day, we will always forget what we don't use in life. Mm-hmm. That's just the basic principle of it. If I put information in my brain And I never use it in my life. Aside Mm -hmm. from me trying to memorize the information and there's no significance used in my day-to-day life, eventually over time, I will Mm -hmm. lose that information. But if those information is usable or relevant to what I'm doing right now, then two things will happen. One, I will always remember it. Or two, I'll get better from it. Mm -hmm. Right? Because again, once you do certain things over time, you get better at it or you're going to try to learn something more about it, right? So what you, what you talked about, it's really more than how do we as an educator build our lessons, really, right? Yeah. That we help the students see how to apply it in real life. Because mm-hmm. that will teach them not only to memorize, like, for example, English, the grammar structures, the grammar formula, right? right? So right. You, if you have subject plus verb plus ing, you know, plus whatever, plus this, plus uh-huh. that. I hate that. I can tell you right. right now as an English teacher, I hate that because mm-hmm. you are memorizing the construct without really, really understanding why that's, why that's that to begin with so my Mm -hmm. approach is to to teach them to build the puzzles from parts of speech you know like Mm -hmm. you only you only need two things to be to make a sentence you only Mm -hmm. need a a noun and a verb Mm -hmm. you don't need anything else but if you know what's next to a noun and a verb you can build a better sentence Mm -hmm. right for a noun you Mm -hmm. just slap an adjective and then you have a better thing you put mm-hmm. an adjective to a noun. You put an adverb to a verb. You have a better you have a better sentence. But essentially, you only need two things: a mm-hmm. noun and a verb. And then you learn about why a, a verb will need to change in a certain scenario and why all those things. So you talk about the fundamentals that you that you mentioned before. So mm-hmm. all of those things that I feel like yes, um, students need to learn about. And I guess what you said before sort of like confirms what <laughs> my mm-hmm. own beliefs in education is about. So that's a good thing for me. But mm-hmm. I feel like, one, unfortunately, we will still need the grade system unless the university mm-hmm. changes the way that they admit mm-hmm. uh, students, right? Because mm-hmm. we need to give out or, or produce great system because, well, <laughs> they need it. Right mm-hmm, Right. A lot of universities are saying, uh, if you can maintain a, like a C or a B throughout whatever, then you will your spot will be you know safe for you mm-hmm. or something. right Right. So it's, it's those kind of things that I feel like again, the system, like you said, is not perfect because there's a lot of repercussions mm-hmm. if we change the certain things. So hopefully we get to see a lot of experimental. Mm -hmm. kind of like uh, things done to the education world. So thank you so much for having this conversation. And Mm -hmm. dude, I I did not expect that this conversation would go in this way because you have a very interesting Mm -hmm. take on education. I have to say, like hacking the system. I love that. And if (laughs) again, because it's so easy for people to just, like you said, to signal. Right. To signal mm-hmm. whether you're smart or not. But that doesn't necessarily mean you are smart. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's kind of like, oh, I got a straight A's. And when you talk to the person, it's like, wait, you really got a straight A's? Right. Right. <laughs> right. So there's a uh, like there's a term put out there. Uh, you can be an educated idiot. Mm hmm. right Right. so that's practically just means just because you graduate with a 4.0 GPA doesn't mean you're smart Mm -hmm. that's just a fact Uh, there's we have a lot of those people in the world unfortunately um so I think it all comes down to again what you said about understanding are you really learning are you really do you really understand what you're learning and 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 I hope that any student can understand that because at the end of the day, that will help them. That will help you guys a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've, you've experienced that yourself in college and how valuable understanding a certain concept uh, can be, especially mm-hmm. since you're very driven. And, and um, you talk about, I think you mentioned something about, will this particular subject or anything that I'm learning will be beneficial to your career, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, unfortunately, not a lot of students still understand what they want to do in life. Mm -hmm. That is a whole different conversation. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so thank you so much for just, you know, having a talk, right, uh, about this. And again, uh, as limited as your perspective, like you you said, you know, with your limited knowledge and perspective, But the thing is, these are the things that you experience yourself personally. So I don't think like anyone should discredit that. I don't think anyone should dismiss that because it is your own pers- it is your own personal experience. and I think I thank you for sharing that with us today. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, in the future, if we have a conversation again uh, about education or, or about any topics that uh, you know, like you can be a part of, I hope that you can, you know join us again. And have this conversation because again, you have, again, you are, you see the world through a very interesting take. And I love that. I love that. Again, people, look, listeners, no one should be the same with the other person next to you. Okay. You are your own person, you are your own individual. Be different. Okay. Just be you. It's okay. It's completely okay to be you. Okay. if you're the type mm-hmm. of person to uh, hack a system and, and all those things, do it, right? Yeah, as long as you don't break a law. Mm. <laughs> well, if you do, like, I'm, we're not going to support you. We're not going to condone <laughs> that. Uh, I'm just going to be straight up with that. Um, So one last thing before we end this, and I want to circle back to the beginning where we talk about light. And I want to talk about this Kind of you mentioned like before the recording started, we we talked about light and you you basically mentioned about how light is a community, right? You you are Mm -hmm. you're building a community called light. So let's talk about that. What kind of community is this and what's the goal? What's the vision for light?
1: Yes. So light is you know, it's kind of this big thing now, but we want to get to the essence of what light is. Well, initially the community that we want to build was coming back to the previous topic is a community of ambitious and you know driven student and who wants to create meaningful, positive change in your future. But let's say they do not know how to do so, or they do not know people who want to do so with them, right? Because community is very important. And this comes back to the problem where earlier, right? In college, you can easily find these ambitious people because you're not confined to the walls of your classroom. But in high school, well, no, nah, it's kind of like you're, you're confined to your batch, you're confined to your class even, right? Uh, and there's not much interaction. So what we want to do is we want to, again, say, okay, if you're a driven, ambition student and you want to create positivity and you're serious about it, well, you can apply to light. then if you get in, then you are part of this community of people who are willing to support you and who are the same, who are also just as ambitious and then who are going to challenge you even more. Uh, the analogy that I like is like people who do not have <laughs> I, this is not me but it, well, none of my friends said it. it's like yeah. do not have sparring partners in their domain you know they're okay. like ambitious but no one else is as ambitious as them but then oh a lot of people say this right like one of our people who come from our first program she got a scholarship for from NTU and NUS full tuition scholarship nice cool. she's the most ambitious in her class right she comes in she comes into life, and she says like the people here are so dang smart and they're like so <laughs> ambitious. It's like, well, what happened to my old, you know, uh, it's, like, it's like, yeah. Mm. yeah but yeah, then yeah, the yeah. idea is like, hopefully the challenges people to grow and then we're not like bad about it. We're supportive about it, right? Everyone's yeah. going together. And that's kind of the uh, entire mission of Light. It's like the entire unique selling proposition, if you will, is from this community.
0: Okay, that's so awesome. Dude. So basically you're trying to bring that experience You know, the college university experience, because again, we know that in college and university, it's, it's the best place for you to network. Okay. Mm. It's the best place for you to network. It's the best place for you to build community. It's the best place for you to choose who you're going to walk life, you know, moving forward. Like uh, We have a saying, basically, uh, those who you hang during your college time will be the, will be the people that you're going to spend pretty much, you know, moving forward in your adult life. Right. So I think that is so good. That you're trying to uh, bring that to the high school level. Now, the next question would be why? Why, like, what's the what's the thought behind choosing or kind of like bringing this to the the, the high school students? Like, what's the what's the thought behind that?
1: Mm-hmm. There are like multitude of factors. I think first and foremost, there was a clear problem. I saw it. Uh, another thing is the one that I talked about earlier. Another thing is. A, people are just not fortunate enough to be able to leave early, their parents, things like that. So we bring that to them. Okay. Uh, and another reason why I felt the community is because, A, I, I know people can be developed. So we're, really, you know, we're developing and community really matters a lot because I went through that. So grade seven, grade eight, I was like the loser of the group, to be honest. Like I was like eating alone the lunch table. I was the one teachers like pity. All that was not the smart kid um and i developed that and i developed my personality I, I worked on it and again a lot of it luck as well uh and i, I was able to work on it and then develop myself to be someone who let's say is better at least um and you know that belief as to a people can improve and then b uh, communities help people improve exponentially yeah. then mm-hmm. c there isn't there not anything like that yet well it's kind of like the stars are aligned so why not just start and then hey oh no one is it's the pandemic so i can actually have the timing to actually start it otherwise i'll be in yeah. university and by the time i think the problem why people haven't started it is because it takes a, a lot of time because community takes time to build it compounds but it takes time to start especially um and once you go to work it's kind of you're already out of touch you're like oh i don't yeah. really care anymore i have my career yeah so the timing and the stars just aligned at this time and Decided to start it.
0: Okay, so you you see opportunity, you see problem, and then kind of like you just took a shot, and then you built this. And I do agree. I think like there's okay. So this is what this is what I always believe in. There are there's so much potential, for uh with 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 high school students, and but there's not a lot of opportunities for them to tap into, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we have a lot more high schoolers that are driven to be part of a change by the plastic bags. And then you have the um, off table topic, uh, Mm -hmm. people who are trying to bring all of these conversations to, people are trying to spread awareness about what's going on in the world. In the past, we don't have that. Mm -hmm. In the past, we don't Mm -hmm. don't have, you know, the platform for that even, right? So Mm -hmm. I think it's such a great, great thing that you have done here Um, especially like you said, people will think they're ambitious. They're really, really good if they have no competition, but once Mm. they kind of like, again, you know, you have the big fish in the small pond, right? Exactly. And then you bring that, you bring that big fish and then you, you, you kind of like put it in in, in an ocean. (laughs) They'll be like, bro, yeah, Yeah. you you are not the biggest. So Mm. I love it because then again, you promote growth. In, in a positive way, in a healthy way, which I think at the end, uh, for, for those of you who are listening right now and you're interested into kind of like to find out more, how can they you know get in touch with you guys? We talk about if they apply mm-hmm. and then if they're accepted. So that means there is an application process. Right. Mm-hmm. So one, how can they contact you? And two, what are you looking for in terms of those who you who you would Accept into this uh, uh non profit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, so our sec- our second batch is ongoing, by the uh, and you know all of that doing hand daddy, uh and our third batch will be on September around September we still have to plan and that so hey look out for that and the way you can look out for that is go to our Instagram at lightofficial so light l i t e official and then your normal id at the end. Uh, on instagram and then you can visit us there uh for anyone here who's listening and maybe have any more questions or anything you want to talk about light or education you can dm me personally you'll know, sign into my dms at marvel g-o-m so marvel as in movies and then g-o-m on instagram uh you know give me a follow i'll follow you back as well and then we can have a casual conversation uh on light yeah
0: yeah that is or awesome. on life actually <laughs> on life on just yeah. like basically pertaining to that right uh, so like in terms of like just because you mentioned about also, and this is probably going to be the last thing that we're gonna talk about. So you mentioned about there are batches, right? So mm. what does that mean? Does that mean like you have a program in which you are putting all of these students going through a certain process or they're learning something. So what is it about? Can you elaborate on that?
1: Yes, we go put them through uh, like a two-month program. Our summer one, which is ongoing now, is about a month because we condense it. Uh, and they learn about very fundamental things that are like goal setting, like habit framework, things that people know all the time, but I think at least are not necessarily taught the way that it should be taught, created, especially in schools. So we really go into the fundamentals as to like, even to the psychology you can say like a habit framework, like goal setting. Uh, like we talk about like a little bit of like critical thinking. We talk leadership as well. How do you deliver a vision? How do you talk so people can listen Giving feedback is a big one as well. So those very fundamental things that I think range across the ones that are most important, we talk about that. And then we have like small group meetings. So we have a big batch, like 20 people, but that's not enough to create a community, right? You just become acquaintances. So we break them up into like groups and we have like six people and we have group leaders. And then we have like weekly group meetings and we talk to whatever you want to talk about. You know, this is a chill, supportive community who try to help each other. And that's where we really get the, uh, community going that
0: is so good oh. wow okay, uh, another continue.
1: thing yeah another thing i forgot to answer was i just remembered uh on who who are we looking for right yes, who are we looking yes, for? exactly uh yeah yeah so there are certain things well ambition is like a big thing you know like potential things like that there are certain values that we have so one is like people who take ownership to take responsibility take accountability that's a huge thing that we look for uh people who are open-minded they constantly learn that's a big thing uh, people who strive for excellence people who you know they want to do big things they don't they're not don't want to be mediocre uh, the most interesting one is probably questioning the status quo is a big one and that goes around uh, that goes against the grain of what school usually teaches because school is compliance training basically like a lot yeah. of it is compliance training yeah. and this one we're like we always say if you don't understand anything feel free to absolutely drill and destroy us like really like cuz we really want you to really know and also test the limits of our knowledge as well um and so we really we highly encourage just like questioning this status quo and whatever our team if you think some of our procedures are not good we highly encourage question um so people who maybe look around and see huh i'm crazy for thinking this and maybe you know people who are annoying their teachers constantly asking like why 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 those are the people we look for
0: oh uh, that is so good yeah. oh my gosh no people look you should join this oh my gosh just like just the, the the benefit of learning to, to do a proper goal settings, to do a proper because again, these are all not these, these aren't new things. Okay. Let's be let's be real here. Okay. So these, these are not real, these are not new things, but there is a difference between knowing that in your mind and the ability to verbalize that those things into a proper structure because again if you can verbalize it you can visualize it if you can visualize it you can chase after it right that is just the the again it's fundamental but i agree with you it's not exactly talked about as much right so Mm -hmm. that is that is so so cool i again mind blown but more importantly i look forward to where this is going to grow into and dude, like Marvel, I'm telling you, if this is continued and it's expanded, um, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so, so good. So I applaud you for that. I applaud you for just being able to identify the need, number one, the problem, two, and three, the opportunity to just step into it and fill that gap. Because it is a gap, right? There, there's no one doing it, right? So it is a gap. Right. So I think it is going to be such, such great thing moving forward. So, yeah, man, all the best. Uh, You you, you mentioned about that you're about to hand over it to someone else.
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah. So So we have a very great team. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: But does that mean you will still be like an advisory role to it? Yeah,
1: yeah. More of a chairman type role. So slightly more active than advisor, but I just can't handle the operational.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Because yeah, again, once it grows, uh, you, need, you do need more teams. You do need mm-hmm. uh, more uh, resources to this. So again, mm-hmm. uh, people, if you are interested to know more, please contact Marvel uh, at MarvelGOM, G-O-M, Marvel G-O-M. Mm-hmm. So at Instagram, or you can go to the uh, Light Official.id Instagram as well for more conversation for more question if you have. And again, just join it. Just apply. Right. At the very least, you will have people that share your same drive. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at best, you will be better than where you are right now. So again, this is dude, I love this. I love this conversation. Right. So Thank you. Thank you so much, Marvel, for uh, ha- you know, spending some time with us uh, with this conversation about education. And this is something that I feel should be talked about more, right? Challenging the system, challenging the status quo, like you said. Um, challenging to, to challenge the teachers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I would prefer my students ask me a lot of questions. Like, I'm down for it. Why not? Because mm-hmm. then we get to have a conversation. I think it's when I stop answering questions and I get mad and I get whatever, I get annoyed and this and that. That's when the learning stops, right? Mm. Even irrelevant questions uh, for me is part of a chance to have a proper discussion. Like, why do you even bring this up when we're talking about that, right? And then you kind of like have Mm -hmm. to go through your mind and and give me an answer. And then we kind of like just have a proper discussion about it, right? So again. People, this is something that we have to have uh, moving forward, just having this conversation. So thank you so much, Marvel. Thank you so much for all of you who have been listening till this point, because that's how I know you are interested still in education after how many episodes that you have listened to. So I'll see you next time. Catch us again in our education talk. We still have. A lot. I'm telling you right now, we still have a lot because again, education is a big topic. And once we hear from various perspectives, we get to see it in a bigger picture. So, with that said, this is the Nagalai Podcast. See you next time. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you.